I said it before and I'll say it again. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. Welcome to Black Irish Podcast. episode of Black Irish Podcast with myself, Brendan McCorkle, and Mike, my man of all men, Crawford. What's up, brother? What up, my guy? How are you today? I'm good, dude. What? Oh, shit. You thought you were at the club for a second? You got your collar popped? What the fuck? Hey, I got to put it down. Oh, it's all good. You did just come from work, though, so that's interesting. I mean, sometimes you got to, uh, you know, make a stop on the way home. I don't know. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I had to hit the club before I got to the club. You know, sometimes you got to dance it out. There you go. Oh. Anything exciting this week? I got to catch up with some family. My sisters were in town. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that, man. Yeah. That's so, cool. so, yeah, my sisters live, I mean, not too far away distance-wise, but since they live in Southern California, traffic-wise, it's just a nightmare. Um, they live in the great old Orange County, um, and I'm up in LA, so it's like, we get together on holidays anyway, it's kind of the family dynamic, but we usually go to them just because we don't care about driving, I don't care about driving ever, so I'm just like, yeah, we'll go to your house, I don't care. So it's kind of rare, and, you know, just like inviting people up, it's awkward because it's like, will you please get in the car for four hours round trip to come see us for three and a half? It's like, it's, it feels weird to ask people to do that. So, anyway, I need to start doing it more often anyway. But we were reminiscing about growing up, you know, as you do and shit. These little cookouts. And uh, someone brought up battling. Do you remember battling? Like, what do you mean by... Well, that's what I want to ask you. Like, if you if you had something called battling growing up and what it meant where you grew up. I mean... I ba- I mean I watch battling now. You're talking about like battle rap. I watch battle rap now today. All right, so that was so people would battle rap. Like, how would it go down? I mean, I watched battle rap. I know, I but back in the day at school or whatever, like. Oh no no no! Battling and when I was in school is more so like dance battling. Yeah, that's what we were talking about too. <laughs> With, yeah, straight up dance battles. Yeah. Now, how would they go down in your neck of the woods? I mean, it depends. It was mostly at a party, but someone sees somebody else dancing, and they just have to just start dancing in front of them or in their area. And it turns into a battle situation. Like staring them down. Yeah, dude. It was, like, it was weirdly aggressive where we grew up in Palmdale to where it's like if you were walking through school or the mall, which was like, you know, that was the recreational pleasure of choice for most people. It was like, put on your Saturday best and go to the mall, you know? Absolutely. Time and your clothes got to coordinate, but, you know, that's ludicrous. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so, but it would be like aggressive battling to where somebody would just like 
pick somebody out that they wanted to punk, jump in front of them, and, like, start dancing right in front of their face. And then, basically, it was like, if you didn't battle them back, they made fun of you and called you a bitch. <laughs> it was like, for not dance battling you? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a bit egregious. I mean, it wasn't all the time, but it was a funny little thing that was going around for a while, and it was kind of like... A trend that lasted too long, kind of like licking toilet seats. You're like, all right, guys, this is a little, this is a little much here. Greatest, more so aggressive. Yeah, exactly. Oh, what about? Uh, we also brought up like hot boxing. What does hot boxing mean to you? Smoking the weed with the windows up, bro. Yeah, I mean that's all. That's a national pastime. I haven't done that in so long because I have a kid, so I can't smoke out the car. But. Yeah. I'm looking forward to. Uh, I mean, I'm old. I was, I'm not hockey boxing anything now. If I smoke in my car, the windows are down, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I'm that. saying I'd go smoke in a in a parked car. We used to do that too. We used to just hot box the parked car that we weren't going anywhere. But it was like if we were going to stay up talking, we might as well be surrounded by marijuana smoke that we were second handing all the time to keep the high going. There you go. You know what I'm saying, but. Uh, we were talking about the other kind of hot boxing. Did you know there was another kind? No, I did. I know about this other kind of hot boxing. What is this other kind of hot boxing, really? Hot boxing mm-hmm. is when you, like, a uh, guy would get on his knees and, like, blow hot air into a woman's cooch area. <sighs> like, over the, the pants. <sighs> Never heard that in my I mean, you can't life. do it without being invited, same as anything. But you know, I've never, I've never heard that in my yeah, entire life. That's hot boxing. Well, now you know. You're welcome. Next time you go to the club on the way to the podcast, try that out. See if <laughs> somebody wants to get hot. You'd be like, "Hey, you want to go? You want to get hot box?" They'd <laughs> be like, "What? Yeah, it's Tuesday." And you'd be like, "Oh, we record Wednesdays, but that's cool. Every Thursday comes out <laughs> like clockwork." All right, fine. You don't want to blow no. on people's cooches. What uh, do you do? Wordle this this Wordle game that everybody's obsessed with or was for a while. No, I don't know what that is. What's Wordle? It's when it's this game where you on your phone where you have uh, five letters and like six chances to get the word correct. And if you have, and you're trying to get one word correct, or you're trying to it's make the, it's one words. word and you have six chances. Like if you nail it the first time, you get a hole in one. Great. But otherwise it'll tell you different colors will show up on the letters. Like if it's just stays, whatever your background is, I guess like okay. that, co- that letter is not used and it blacks out on the keyboard. And if it is, used but in the wrong space it's one color and if it is used in the right space it's a different color so you have basically a trial and error to get your vocabulary straightened out you know what i mean but there's mm-hmm. tricks to the game where you put in the different word combos that have different letters to figure out i'm gonna say like it could be like multiple words though so no it's only one word per day no, you get I'm, one word what i'm per saying day. is i know what i'm All saying right. is that the letters can be used to make multiple words so do they give you like a clue or anything like if i no. give you I'm saying certain letters they can make multiple words. Yeah, but no, no, no. Right. It's the alphabet, standard twenty-six. Well, no, what I'm saying is, let me give you an example. All right. Um, L A E N, like that can make lean or that can make lane. So is there a clue? L A E N. 
That was lane. Okay, so it, I get what you're saying. So if it's L-A-N-E, lane or lean or... Why don't you do there? There's a way better name or a word. T-H-E-R-E, T-H-E-I-R. Yeah, so if... But those are different letters. I'm talking about the same letters to make a different multiple words. Yeah. Okay. That's all. It's just a trial and error situation, but yes. It's, it's the easiest game to figure out in the world. That's why everybody thinks they're geniuses. Because they're like, oh, I got it. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And by the way, <laughs> if you don't spell a word correctly, it just says you get another chance. I want to play the Wordle that's like, no, you can't spell either, you idiot. <laughs> get the word right. <laughs> it's like the uh, the Step Brothers version of karaoke where they kick people off the stage. Wordle's like, you're fucking stupid. Go back to school. Read something. <laughs> I mean, that's only fair, right? Sure. I prefer that, man. <laughs> uh, but they changed the name of Wordle to Wordle and Chill. What's up with that? Like, just out of nowhere, didn't say nothing. They're just like, hey, now you Wordle and Chill. Like, who's getting off on spelling? <laughs> Somebody. <laughs> Does Scrabble turn into an orgy? What's going on here? <laughs> Absolutely. Somebody gets off on it. Uh, I mean, I like a good board game, same as the next person, but... Do you play board games or did you ever? Not Who, anymore. Me? You don't play board games, probably. Yeah, every now and then, why not, man? All right, what do you play? Oh, I mean, we played the wrestling card game. I know that's one of your favorites of all time. Oh, I'll play any board game, man. I'll yeah. compete. You yeah, put a game down. That's what I'm, I'm saying. I'm close to it. I'll compete. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> What's your favorite board game, though? If you had to pick, Monopoly. Yeah! I love it. You know, I've never lost a regular game of Monopoly. Like, I've, I've lost different versions of Monopoly, but the OG version, it's because I was willing to play and count and do the taxes and, like, I'll play this game till the end. I just outlast people. People are like, fuck this. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. That's why I win. Yeah. But my favorite is Risk. I love me a good Risk game. What's a risk? What's risk? World domination? No. Oh, Mike, it's right up our alley. And here's the best part: it's world domination strategy. You get a certain amount of armies, and the entire, you know, uh, whatever version of the world map is laid out, and you get a select amount of armies. You place them wherever you want on the territories given, and you try and take over the world. And based on the turns and strategies, you have dice that you roll. If you roll higher than the other people, then you kill their army. If they roll equal or higher than you when you're attacking and they're defending, then you lose your army. Pretty simple. Not a lot of thinking involved, but a lot of strategy involved. Beautiful. You know why this is also beautiful? You could do it blazed out of your mind. You can do it with something on the television in the background, or listening to music. Like, you don't have to concentrate that hard to enjoy the game. And the game can last hours. I love me a good hand game. Okay. Yeah, that's a lot about risk. I love it a lot. I see. All right. What's your favorite card game? I think I know the answer, but I could be wrong. Poker. Yeah, okay. What's your favorite yeah, non-gambling card game? Spades. Yeah. But I gamble in that too. No, I know, but that one's kind of like 
Like poker, I could not play poker without. How do you play poker without gambling? That doesn't make any sense. How do you, you can't win? Play poker, yeah, you you can't know, play but poker you can play spades for fun and win the game. You know what I mean? So, gotcha. I don't. I used to play spades on the computer because I, nobody around me played, and it's been a while. I've lost it, lost it. But I was. I used to love spades, man. Spades are fun. Poker's my favorite too. Obviously. Solitaire yeah. was always... Eh, okay. Does Uno count mm-hmm. as a card game or a board game? Because I like Uno. Brendan, don't ever repeat that to anyone else outside. Actually, this is <laughs> Okay, a there's no the board world. in Uno. Never <laughs> and the whole world is going to hear that. So uh, never mind, sir. You can't take it back now. You actually said... I'm a verbal Uno processor. Card game <laughs> in which you play with cards. Brendan... You can't take that back. All right, well, then Uno's my favorite card game. Three years from now, when Mickey hears this, finally. Three years? Oh, he, he. Nah, bro, he just turned nine. He's, I think, 13. Like, by the time he oh, four gets years, to... four years. Yeah, by the time he's four going years. into high school, it's like, bro, you better know about the world by now. Otherwise, I did well, a shit job a, raising you. That wasn't a real number. That was just me just throwing a number out there, because I wasn't serious. Dude. Oh, I'm serious. 13. <laughs> I think I'm part of the joke. Uh, 18. The type of shit we talk about on here, bro. 18. 18. Yeah, because 13, he'll still be home with Conman. He might repeat some of this to Conman. Like, you know what dad was talking about? Nah, it's too early. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I can't stop him from going in the archives, man. Like, at a certain (laughs) point, you got to let, you know. You got to let him be. I don't know, man. I, I think, honestly speaking, I might like shelter my kids to 15 from like YouTube. And man, do you I'm know what try. you can t- see on YouTube if you actually type in the rice? Like, bro, you might like YouTube is a wild place, bro. Dude, well, <laughs> ch- okay, YouTube's a wild place now. People forget you and I are from the generation of when the internet first became readily available to everybody when there was no regulation on anything. You think shit's wild now? Imagine when people were experimenting with the internet. Zero parental controls. Zero government controls. It was bananas. It was a pedophile's playground. It was you could find anything you wanted. You could buy drugs. You could buy murderers. It was wonderful. You had to to know how to get there, and everybody didn't have the internet like you do now. Everyone had the internet right now. Everybody has the internet. Even Amish people who don't want the internet got the internet, bro. Like, like everybody has the internet right now. It's amazing we're still alive, people like you and I come out with the internet. And our brains are somewhat still assembled. You guys are all lucky. (laughs) I have seen some wildcats lately at the gym. I just started going back to the gym, finally. It feels good. I had like a month off from being injured. Oh, man. I wasn't hurt, Mike. I was injured. There's a difference, right? Yeah. You play hurt, you have to recover from injuries. That's the difference. There, so, there you go, man. Although I'm used to playing hurt, I couldn't. It was too much. But I'm back, baby. And I have a Jim Weirdo update for everybody. <laughs> so the latest kook that I saw, working out just with the free weights or whatever, doing my little curly cues, whatever. And I see this guy next to me and it's like, he busts out of his bag, like a little container with his pre-workout powder or whatever. And like a water bottle. I'm like, this dude's going to mix it 
on a bench that everybody sits and lays on. Like, that's, like, at least do it in the locker room, bro. What the fuck? Like, you're doing it on the bench that people work out on. Like, that's jacked up. And then I see this animal take these, like, crisp. nasty, too. It is super nasty. So this dude takes a scoop of his pre-workout. By the way, this is, like, like, have you ever had Nitro to go? No. All right, so Red Bull times a thousand, or a hundred maybe. Red Bull is pretty intense. So Red Bull times a hundred, mm-hmm. and it's like, but in crystal powder form. And this dude just takes a shot of crystal, like a dry cinnamon shot, in his mouth, and like is struggling <laughs> through chewing it, and then getting it down, and then chugs some of his water. I'm like, you know, you could have just put, like, a little bit under your tongue and chugged the rest and mixed it with your water and done the same thing, you fucking ding-dong. <laughs> like, all you did was make a mess and look like a jackass. Why do people at the gym bother you so much, man? Because it's amazing to me what people don't do in private. Like, you didn't think about that move before you did it? Out where people could see you doing it? Listen, it's my job to observe and report. If you do it where I can see it, that's on you. You made that decision in life, not me. I'm going to talk about you. <laughs> I'm not going to talk to you. I'm going to talk about you. Unless you're my friend, they'll be like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Because I would hope you would do the same to me. You called me out on the Uno board game. I need that kind of structure in my life, Mike. That's <laughs> just me joking. I'm a fucking wild stallion that needs some reins every now and again. <laughs> is that right yeah yeah i've seen some other wild you shit in the locker room for. did you know this i saw today it's fucking creepo the guy's walking out of the shower with his hand over his junk which i can appreciate but he has a towel <laughs> over his shoulder what are we doing What's here people that? what are we doing what is wrong with that if he really cared about nobody seeing it for whatever reason, put the thing that's bigger than your hand and not somewhat see-through over your junk. Common Bro. sense. Unless you want people looking at your situation. No, or... I mean, that's what he, that's his natural reaction. <laughs> that is nobody's that natural reaction to put a towel over their shoulder and not use it when they're wet and naked. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who you're hanging out with, Mike, but we may need to restructure your uh, friendship circle. (laughs) Just kidding. Oh, and then I saw my favorite, my favorite, favorite, favorite thing at the gym is the girl with the really good body and the boyfriend that's like, you know, the motivator slash picture taker. And it, the reason why is because the girl's always got a busted face. <laughs> so the boyfriend's, like, got to get all the right angles <laughs> that don't include her face. It's it's awful, but it's hilarious to see. Not, not only do you get a good workout at the gym, you're also in here people watching. And people watching is the greatest thing. <laughs> I, I, I love the people watching. So I'm totally with you on the people watching. <laughs> I might have to, when I come in Cali, I might have to come to this gym. Oh, I got I got uh, free passes for you. So don't you worry. 
Oh, if the, people, if the people watching is this elite, I need it's it. so oh. good. It's so good. I love it too much. Too much. Uh, I also love sports. You love sports. Let's transition to sports. So, have you seen this Miguel Cabrera back and forth between like playing next year? I'm definitely playing next year and all this kind of jazz. Oh, really? The great Detroit Tiger. That part's not that important. The important part that I found interesting is that he's hanging on one more year. Like, he's he's kind of like, I'm not going to take somebody else's spot, but I am going to contribute however I can. And basically, what I heard was, listen, I'm not going to retire the same year as Albert Pujols, so... I want one more go around. I want my farewell tour. I've been one of the most overlooked power hitters in the league over the past 15 years. Give me the canes. Give me the the send-offs. You know, whatever. I think he's just holding out for his farewell tour. What do you think? I don't know, man. He deserves it, though. Why not? I love Mickey. Yeah, why not? Hold on. He was all busted up when he got traded to Detroit. Like, dude, I was you could have built a franchise on me down in Florida or wherever the hell he was. He's like, all right, but all right, man. Okay. I guess I'll go over there. And he tried to do it in Detroit. Like, two crap town baseball teams. He's like, I'll do my best. I signed the contract. Let me do it, go do what I'm doing. And he just <laughs> did it. But that's a problem with doing it quietly is nobody notices. <laughs> but, like, the dude almost had a triple crown like three times. Yeah, no, Mickey, Mickey had a run, man. Yeah. Mickey definitely had a run. Oh, you know who else is having a run in baseball? Your boy. You know who. who? You know who. Who? My boy Trace. Your boy Trace Thompson. <laughs> so since we last spoke yeah. and I started keeping track of this fool, I started sending... I only sent you messages of his stats the first two days, and I was like, oh... This is just going to get overloaded, so we'll just recap it. So, since uh, we had discussed it, um, not only did he lose his spot to Joey Gallo, who was hitting 191 at the time the Dodgers acquired him, he went two for his last 13, starting with an 0-11 run. He had four runs in this little stretch. And he went one for one yesterday. Um, and both, yeah, his last two hits were both pinch hits in later innings of blowout games where they're just throwing up softballs, hoping to get outs. So, way to go, Trace. And everybody's so excited because Steph Curry's at these games watching Trace Thompson just eat uh, Dodger dog after Dodger dog. <laughs> Ain't doing nothing else. He lost his mind yesterday for getting a double in like the eighth inning when they were up by five runs. Oh! It's bananas, bro. Relax, everybody. Uh, what do you mean, relax, everybody? Because, well, because everybody was so excited, like Steph Curry's at the game. It's like, yeah, but have you been watching who he's watching? Who is he here for? This guy hasn't been doing nothing, man. Relax, everybody. Chill. <laughs> He's here for Trace, man. He's here and for Trace his brother. Him. I can support that. But just the, but the way that Trace he went numbers. Steph Curry's not supposed to go wild for his brother hitting a double in the eighth inning of a blowout game. 
That's not. I mean, they're professional athletes. They're supposed to hold themselves to a higher standard than most people. But he doesn't. He's not a regular. He, he wasn't never. So first of all, you got to give the whole story because he didn't start. Give me the whole story, Mike, because apparently I don't know he, shit. He turned himself into a regular, and then they traded for Joey Gallo. I don't understand why they tra- traded for Joey Gallo. That was like when he was hot too. Probably you want Joey Gallo for he stinks. because they saw exactly what I saw. What's that? His run was coming to an end. His run came to an end because of them. No, his run came to an end because they moved him from ninth in the lineup, hitting in front of Mookie Betts, to fifth in the lineup. And I said, look, oh, your boy, they moved him right into the heart of the order. And guess what? Over, over, over. Because as soon as they were giving him real pitches, he couldn't hit. Sorry, Charlie. They tried it. Didn't work. Give me a swinger. Give me a slugger. Like a Joey Gallo. Who's 28, by the way. Everybody gave up on Joey Gallo. He's 28. Because he stinks. He's batting 191. Okay. They gave up on JBJ, and JBJ has a ring. Yeah, it's just because you got a soft spot for JBJ. Because I don't believe this, man. JBJ stinks. <laughs> JBJ stinks that You didn't want to believe it, but, but, but the he, writing's but on the wall. Like, he's, like, great in the field. Like, he's so good in the field that you overlook the bat. Yeah, well, like Trace Thompson. Because now they have this Duran guy in the field. And do you see him every no. night? He's on the fucking boobers. <laughs> every, <laughs> every, every night he's still filled with the Red Sox. is a damn circus. I will say dude. your loyalty runs deep, though, because you were unwilling to talk mess or, like, relinquish the fact that JVJ was a good player still until he's no longer on your team. Then you're like, yeah, well, you know, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, man, JBJ. I mean, JBJ. I don't know how JBJ never can hit above two hundred, man. Like it baffles me that you're that great at defense and you don't have enough athleticism to hit two hundred. He's hitting two ten this year though, and he's got thirty RBIs, man. What the hell? Thirty RBIs is pretty bad. Yeah, it's not great for after the All Star break when you're mm-hmm. in the, <laughs> on the Red Sox. Um, and the, did you and see this dude? Uh, Rodolfo Castro on the Pirates. <laughs> like in this dude's phone sliding out of his pocket when he's playing ball. Come on, man. Even the umpire would like look down and was like, hey, man, you see this? He's like, oh. And then his coach, did you see the video? What? The whole thing, his third base coach, because he got a tr- or triple or something or he was coming into third hot, however he got there. And... So then he picks it up off the ground and is like, oh, crap, I don't want to put it back in my pocket. So he goes to hand it to the third base coach, and the third base coach like is looking at him in the face, not looking down, like, what? Huh? And then he looks down, realizes his phone, and like put his hands up like, I, don't give me that. Like, why is there a phone here? You know, like, and then like begrudgingly kind of like half took it and slid in his back pocket. Like, I don't want this thing, dude. <laughs> like, even your coach is embarrassed. Like, nah, 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 man. What is up with that? Like, how do you feel about phones? Because I know basketball is a big thing. Like, they were making rules about it for a while. Football, they... He got pockets. What's the big deal? Electronics on the ball field? Come on, dude. What I like... The dugout is a different thing. The locker room? Different thing. Where are you going to leave it at? It's your phone. Like, you can leave it in your locker, but if you're going to have it in the dugout, then it's going to have to go in your pocket when it's time for you to hit, bro. 
I don't care for this, dude. It shouldn't even be in the dugout. It should be locked in your lock. Where are your car keys? Keep it with your car keys. Keep your head in the game. Come on. Mike, of all people. Yeah, he might got a newborn child. Like, we don't know. We don't know his situation. But, okay. Regardless of his situation, how do you feel about phones and sports in general? What do you think the rules should be? Or do you think, think they should be different for different sports? I mean, football, football players definitely shouldn't have phones. Basketball players, pros. Why, why football players, no? They because you pockets. care about football more? No, because they don't have pockets. Basketball players don't have pockets. He has pockets on his pants. Okay. Why can't he have a phone in there? Because it slides out. It's interference. But then he needs to be better. He needs to wear tighter pants. But That's not a part of the uniform. It's not a part of the equipment on the field. It's a foreign object. Yeah, but who is it bothering? Everybody. It didn't Everybody. bother anybody this time, but what if it slid out? The dude went to go step on, the third baseman goes to step on third base, misses, slips, and gets injured. Because it's slick and fuckhead's phone flies out of his pocket. Whoever it is, not just this guy. Then we'll talk about it at that point. Why do we have to talk? Why do we have to wait till bad shit happens? Why can't we just be like, "Hey, let's not make the bad shit happen"? As a black man, I would hope you would understand that concept. <laughs> because just like that random ass situation you're talking about, this is people have been carrying their cell phones, playing baseball for this long, and it happened once. So I think they'll be all right. All right. Well, okay. So football, can they have them on the sidelines? Can you have your phone on your sidelines? They already do. But are you cool with that? I'm asking Mike Crawford's opinion, brother. I don't care. Okay. What do you can you like you can't? What about basketball? No. no, Ah, okay. See, different sports, different rules. So why not basketball? Because because basketball you play both ways, so like you're in the game. Like the the defense is when it's time to No, 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 but I'm saying not on the court. Not on the court. We've established that. But what about on the sidelines, on the bench? But that's what I'm talking about. On the sideline, the defense, when the offense is playing, the defense is on the sideline. They want to tweet, make some Instagram posts. Why not? Me famous. Are you still with me? We're talking about basketball? No, we're talking about football. I'm saying the difference. (sighs) I know. I already accepted your football argument. I accepted that. You said you said, why not basketball? Because on the sideline, they should be playing attention. They're going both ways. Okay, but There's nothing the defense can do for the offense. When he's on the sideline, he don't need to pay attention. He can talk on the Okay. He can call perfect. his goddamn perfect. perfect. So now let's meet in the middle at baseball. When you're playing baseball, you should be watching the pitcher. You should be watching the other positions. Do your job better. Watching why? the way that people. Why? Because you're scouting for next time. You're watching the hitters. Or you're, you're watching, watching the ob- you would be watching the opposite team. What the hell can he teach me? I don't like him. He's they're the pitching. Opposite. They're pitching to your team still. So if you're on offense, yeah, then you're watching how this pitcher does. You're studying the pitcher and the game and how they're shifting. Exactly. And they give so us you shouldn't have your phone in your in the, dugout in the dugout. So what's the difference? They give us iPads. The iPads to watch that. I can't see that up close from the dugout. They give us iPads to watch the pitchers now. Do you watch the same baseball games as I do? Yeah, they but if they're going to face that they same pitcher. If they're going to face. That's why, they, oh. that's why they have iPads in the dugout to watch the game up close. You can't see that good from the dugout. What kind of pitch he's throwing? Watch it on ESPN. I oh, get that, but what's the difference grip, for basketball? They have what iPads too. Nobody on the basketball court is touching the iPad with the coach. Just because they don't want to doesn't mean that they can't. I'm just saying it shouldn't be that different baseball, basketball. 
I think is. your you hard have... and fast line between those two. I get the one between football, but I think our Venn diagram. Basketball is the one place that you're playing both ways. When you're, if you're, on defense, if you're on the bench, you ain't playing shit. When you're on offense in baseball, you're on the bench doing absolutely nothing. You should be paying attention to the person you're going to face next, or you how the defense is to the, You could be paying attention to the person you're going to face next on your phone. You could literally watch the game you on could, ESPN. You could watch. And see his pitches better you could, than I'll tell you what, you for basketball, you game. could watch. If you're playing the Celtics, you could watch Jason Tatum highlights. Like, what are his moves? You could study his moves. That way, when you get on the court, you're ready for it. How about that? Studying yeah, game already. tape in real time. It's the yeah, same okay. argument, Mike. It's you not. just don't like the way I'm presenting. You know it's not because you know what? Everybody in the world is going to see you on the sideline of the basketball game and you're in the dugout as a baseball player. Nobody so now you're worried about optics. Okay, see, this is now, where I find out what's important to you in life here, buddy. The real facts are that the people who play in basketball need to be paying attention. The bums at the end of the bench that don't get in, they can have their cell phone. Give them a phone. Have a conversation with your mom. Who cares? Right. You're not getting All in. All right. So speaking of bums yeah. at the end of the bench, Josh Rosen is on the Cleveland Browns. Joshua... <laughs> Ballinger, Lippincourt, Rosen, or whatever his real name is. Um, and he gets the pleasure of watching Deshaun Watson go through all his stuff. So, all right. His suspension is appealed. It was six games. At the last minute, it gets appealed because somebody was willing to put their name out there, whatever. And then a couple days after that, like, Roger Goodell's like, yeah, it should be a year-long ban. It's like, okay, first of all, why didn't you say that in the beginning? Oh, because you're, like, a politician and you wait to see what the final reaction is and then you support that, regardless of what it is. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, Goodell. Anyway, how do you feel about... Why do you don't like Goodell? I don't like Goodell either, though. Because of exactly what I just said. He's like a politician. You're like a politician. Mm, yeah, but I'm not evil <laughs> with my money. I'm just joking. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. So what is the true cost of Deshaun Watson to the Cleveland Browns, though? Let's get down to brass tacks here. A lost season. That's what the true cost is. Regardless of how long his suspension is, you think it's a lost season just because... I believe so. I'm, I'm because he's not going to come in and have to get like they have a Super Bowl caliber defense. So technically speaking, they should be in contention for the Super Bowl at least. But they probably won't make the playoffs if he misses the six games. Jacoby Brissett, do you believe they're going to win any game? How many games do you think they can win with Jacoby Brissett? Even if it stays at six, folks who know it's not going to probably happen. nine. Huh? Nine and seven. Or, I'm sorry, uh, and now that there's 17 games, maybe 10 and 7. You think they are gonna? You think they can lose five of the first six and still win 10 of the last? I don't think they'll lose five of the first six, though. I think they'd split right. three and three. Man, Jacoby Brissett ain't winning you three games, bro. Listen, dude, he, he doesn't need to. He doesn't need to. The defense is pretty good. I'm and not Nick Chubb is ready really to run. I mean, yeah, they, but, they um, but Hunt, Kareem Hunt wants out. Why do you think? Yeah. Because Nick Chubb is next Derrick Henry, brother. And listen, I hear what you're saying. What I'm saying is, you heard it here first. I don't believe Jacoby Brissett can win three games in the NFL. That's just my personal yeah. opinion. My point is, it doesn't matter who's at center. 
for the and Browns. He's definitely going to end up more than six games. He's going to be they're going to be more like ten. And it's just a long season. And then he had to come in and get the game rapport with the receivers, even in, after six games, to go on that type of run. I like Deshaun. I don't like him much. So what do you think? If it if it were to be a six game situation? I mean, if you could sneak in the playoffs at nine and eight, yeah. maybe. If you can get it at nine and eight, I think they can get to nine if he can win two. I think Deshaun's going seven of the last ten. I think he's that good. Yeah. With that defense. No doubt about it. But it's those losses you occur when you aren't there. And then your team is ready, like, ready to win. That's why they got rid of a guy who took them to the playoffs because they're trying to win bigger than that. Yeah. And now there's one more season wasted. Everybody's a year older. Well, it here's ends. the other part. So here's the thing is they would lose the first year entirely of this five-year deal. So 20% of Deshaun Watson's contract he has, you know, is gone. No. No? No. He only making a million bucks this year. No, I know, but I'm saying for as far as they got him locked up. So he they only have him locked up for another four years after this. Then oh, he can go yeah, wherever yeah. he wants. He doesn't have exactly. to be in Cleveland. You so I'm saying for Cleveland, that's a heck of a cost. You lost twenty percent. You lost a twenty percent chance of winning. So now your ceiling is at eighty <laughs> percent for the next five that, years. Top of that, you get boing financially. Because you only gave him a million this year, so the other two twenty nine are over the four the four years that he's actually you know what I'm saying like he's gonna get the last four years, but he's gonna get extra money because y'all had to backload all that money, man. Oh, well, and here's the other thing: let's say they do accept this whole thing, and it's it's a one full season. He's out. Okay, I know Deshaun. I think he's gonna go more like twelve games, but go ahead. But let's just say it's 12 games up to a year. So next year, it, let's just for the sake of argument, he, he gets a full full year. That'll mean he's been off for two years. And I know he's good. But ring rust is a real thing. Especially the as fast as the NFL is. Like, he could be watching it, but if he hasn't been getting acclimated to tight ends being as fast as they are and linebackers having to match that speed. So they're moving, they're bulking up safeties and they're trimming down defensive ends. And they're like, Hey, we're making these hybrid guys out here. They're quick. They can fill those gaps that you used to not have. You know what I mean? So (laughs) it could be something where it all is for not. I mean, I don't think they're going to win. A, like, Deshaun Watson winning the Super Bowl is going to be tough. Like, you're going to need some more receivers. He's good. I don't know if he's carry your team good. I wonder, if, I wonder what the line is on that. I know you could bet that in some back alley somewhere. Like, Deshaun Watson, if he'll ever win a Super Bowl, 5,000 to 1. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's get on that love train, Mike. Oh, yeah. If it's 5,000 to 1, against or for? Four, four, four. Like, he will oh, no. do it. No, I don't think he will. Well, see, that's you why gotta it's a good bet. You got to be special in the Super Bowl. Yeah, but what if he, in five years, goes to a good team? The only benefit they have is the fact that, oh, no, they traded away their picks. Never mind. I was about to say, if they stink this year, maybe they can draft them receiver high, but they traded away their life to get them. So. Yep, they went all in, baby. All in. Reverb, some kind. I don't know. Um, did you? Are you paying attention to golf at all? 
This LIV suing players suing the PGA shenanigans. Oh yeah. So basically, there are three <laughs> members of the LIV tour that are suing the PGA for colluding with the majors because they want to play in the four majors, even if they can't play on the PGA tour. Um, <clears throat> I didn't realize they were like separate entities, or they were. I, I like, mean, the majors, the facilities are there. You know, they're there, they're their own entity. Like those facilities. So it's a facility-driven thing, and they're like, yeah, of course we want, you know, Augusta's like, of course we want the Masters here. Yeah. But they have the option to be like, nah, man, we're cool. Anytime they want. Got you. Got you, got you. Okay, fair enough. I didn't know that. Thank you for clarifying. Well, anyway, those three lost, so... They basically well, got they probably to... got contracts at this point. So yeah. yeah, but they basically were like, nah. But I say let them compete. Like only like limit them to the majors though. Let them compete in the majors, and then you know, like it'll make golf edgy again. You know, it's it'll be way better than the Ryder Cup. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like bring these dudes in for the majors. That's how you defeat domestic terrorism, Mike. You know, didn't co- right. didn't Coach Carter cure racism on the court? I mean, come on. I don't know if he cured racism, bro. Well, it was a step in the right direction. That's all I'm saying. Like, let him I come over here. On, on that team was black, bro, and I think they were playing against black people. I think that was a total different objective for Coach Carter. Now, <laughs> <laughs> I think it was more so trying to make sure the kids go to go to graduate, go to school, graduate, keep them out the streets. I don't think race was a thing there. But go ahead. Well, you know, movies are like the written word. Everybody gets something different out of it. <laughs> there you go, bro. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love Coach Carter. Um, but dude, make golf edgy again. Let him compete. Like, the last time golf was edgy was when a black guy was running the show. And that was, like, an edgy thing at the time. Well, guess what? Tiger is fading off into the distance, and you need something exciting again. Let there be this domestic dispute. You, you have to think about the business side of it, bro. Like, these people do you know, a business. Do you know how much more, how many more eyes would be on these four major events if there was, like, some trash talk beef leading up to it, which golfers are starting to do now. It's yeah, it's hilarious because they're terrible at you, it. When you deal with people and you believe they're taking money out of your pocket. That's exciting. Messing with, that's exciting. Messing with your business. You're yeah. not going to do business with them. Uh, sometimes a little competition brings the best out of everybody. Like Nike's not about to come out with a Nike and Reebok shoe. Not going to happen. No matter how much someone would actually want, it's not gonna happen. You know why? Because yeah, but if there was the only if there was a competition for the best sneaker in Dubai, and they're like, normally we don't compete in the same areas, but guess what? We're going head to head now. You tell me people wouldn't pay attention to that for no good reason? I'm already excited about it. I don't even know if it's ever gonna be possible. If the scenario <laughs> would ever happen. That's all I'm saying. So a little controversy never hurt nobody. It did. It did. It hurt people all the time. No, it doesn't. I I don't think you're living the same life. Uh, You know, controversy. (laughs) It's good for people. (laughs) Well, that one I'll maybe uh, rethink. I don't know. know. Uh, Speaking of rethinking stuff, I'm going to transition to what you're watching. Or 
are you going to be watching? Have you seen that Sweet Life Los Angeles Season 2 is coming around? No, what is that? Remember Sweet Life? Uh, the guy that was like an intern for Will Smith and like all his friends and they followed him around trying to be like entrepreneurs in L.A. and stuff? No. Oh. I don't know what that is. Well, that's surprising because you watched the entire first season. But you also watch a lot I of did. kind of garbage TV. and uh, You said I watched the entire first season? You said you did. Now, whether you're telling the truth or not, that, I don't know. Oh, I got to, I got to, man, I, what do you, I got to know what show you're talking about. It's on HBO. Up. Max. Yeah, I got to look it up. After work. Hours. <laughs> Sexy time. Just kidding. There's no sexy time. It's uh, it's a it's a produced reality show. That's all it is. It's just a little bit of fun here and there, but I don't think I'll be going back for season two. Season one was fun, and that was good enough for me. I don't need repeat business out of that. But I encourage Flat you. Flatbush misdemeanors, man. Flatbush misdemeanors. Misdemeanors. Have you ever seen? Have you ever seen Flatbush misdemeanors? No. What programming service is that on? Well, uh, Showtime. It is hilarious. Hilarious? Hilarious. What's it about? These two dudes, man, like, in New York, Flatbush kind of broke. You know what I'm saying? Trying to figure it out, bro, but it's, it's pretty funny. It's hard to explain. I'm only, I'm, I'm, I'm new into it myself, but give it a look. Okay. Enjoy it. What else are you watching? Um, Big Brother is still on, so I'm watching that. Football starts tomorrow, so you're going to wait for that. Some WNBA is almost playoff time, man. You know, same, same run of the mill stuff, man. For me, how about you? Uh, <laughs> nothing really. The kids watch Luck, so any parents out there that it's have luck. Apple TV Plus, Luck is a new movie that the kids enjoyed it. I didn't watch it, but it's just basically about all the different, you know. It's the show on Apple TV I was watching too, called Black Something. Blackbird. I was gonna start checking that out. Is that any good? It's okay. It's okay. I like it, it looked so interesting, but I'm like, I feel like I'm gonna have to commit at least three or four episodes, like I usually do my standard three. It's definitely interesting, and they do it from the both sides, so you're definitely gonna bring have to commit at least two or three episodes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, then I'll I'll dive into that. I don't know when I'll be able to because I've been going out a lot at, at night and stuff, but. Um, I'll get into it when when I can, because I've been on the fence about it. Like, man, I think I want to watch this, but I just haven't pulled the trigger. So yeah, my dog's going off, so I'm sorry, but it's done. It's oh, Maggie's fine. She can't even hear. She don't like that. <laughs> it's a good thing we switched up the audio situation today. It seems to be helping. So, uh, so yeah, if you're a parent, check out Luck or have your kids do it. And I'll give you an hour and forty minutes apiece. Um, <laughs> I did see something that I'm kind of excited for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles new movie why'd you do that face <laughs> could you still watch the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles well not yet that's the point is they announced this new movie is coming out in a year like dude I don't need to know a year in advance like how do you how do you feel about like movie announcements a year is way too long to way announce too long, right? like, they're gonna three promote months? the shit out that movie but I stopped watching that because I'm from the hood, and you know, their leader was a rat. We don't do rats. Yeah, that is true. 
What if in the new one they kill him and they're like, we're coming out from under your thumb. We know what's up. <laughs> Snitches get stitches. <laughs> That'll be the greatest. Shredder's layer for life. <laughs> That'll be the greatest Ninja Turtle movie ever made, bro. Well, I think we just spoke it into existence, so we know how they're... You know how they jacked up Suicide Squad? Like, the first Suicide Squad that they did had the best potential in the world. I was so pumped, and it was, like, the biggest dud for me all the way around. <laughs> I was really trying to love that in every different way, and it just it didn't. Nothing hit. Not one thing for me. That being said, they redid Suicide Squad and heard it was good. Same thing as like the uh, Batman stuff. Like the Batman sucked. They redid it. You know, I don't know about the this one, but there's one in between. Oh yeah, the Christopher Nolan stuff is good. You know, there's there's different versions. You could just like instantly redo and be like, hey, I messed that up. So maybe we could do that with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Make like a rated R version of Vengeance. And if we can do it in nine months, we can actually drop out before they drop theirs. Cause they waiting the whole year, bro. <laughs> we'll do the teenage. No, we'll just do the. Uh, we'll do our version. We'll do the, the, uh, almost forty. Uh, some kind of mutant. <laughs> but we wouldn't be ninjas. What would we be? Why can't we be ninjas? I got a sword, bro. Do you? Yes. Did Randy Jackson sign it? No, I should give him to. Well, I mean, no for me, if you dog. see Randy Jackson, you're not going <laughs> to not have him sign it. And that's a no for me, dog. All right, that's so for I'm movie for. releases, watch all the way, way around the barn, bringing it back. Uh, <laughs> I how how the movie in years? I know, but like for anything that you would be excited to view, how how much time? How much of a heads up? you would you like for what movie like for like a theatrical release of something i would be excited about or perfect time is probably about two weeks two weeks see i would like a three month heads up of like trailer one you know how they usually drop a couple trailers like let's say a lot of people are excited about black panther black panther 2 first trailer drop people lost their minds for good reason fantastic i need that trailer three months before the movie comes out and then a month before, I need trailer number two that's like, we're not giving you any of the details. We're just showing you cool scenes. 30 seconds. Movie's coming out on this date in a month. Because then I have time to plan and be forward thinking about like, hey, I want to see that. So I just need two reminders. Three months, one month, I'm good. But you need two weeks? Like, yeah, all I need is two weeks, bro. Just give me the best trailer you got two weeks before. Hype me up and then drop the movie so I can go see it. Cause the hype fall off, then I ain't gonna want to go see it. Like you gotta catch me while I'm still hyped about it. Got you. I like that. You just want one banger. Let me know what's up. I know when I'm going. Let's get this handled. There you go. All right. Down with that. Well, I doubt that movies are gonna be on this list, but uh, we're gonna discuss our top five. How'd you put it to me? If you if you were going to a non-sporting event. What would be your top five? That's how you presented mm -hmm. it, correct? Is that how I presented it? Yeah. This was your idea, Mike. I, I, I don't know if this is news <laughs> to you. This was your idea. <laughs> so I hope you have answers. Do you, so what's your non-sporting event top five? 
My top five non-sporting events? Yes. Again, mm. your list that you wanted to do. This is the same thing <laughs> I do, by the way, is I'll come up with a question and be like, well, I didn't think of the answer. What do you want? What do you want to be? What do you want me to do here? Prep work. The the point was to ask you so you can give your answer, my guy. Oh, but okay. Since you're asking me, top five yeah, non-sporting events I wrote that I go that I want to go to. Okay. Or if I haven't already been to, first of all, would be Obama's inauguration. I didn't get to go there. I wish I would have. Okay, so past events are okay because I wasn't sure. I just wrote my yeah. list the way I wanted to. All right. Obama's yeah. inauguration. Nice. A Jay-Z concert. I have that on my list, too. A rock concert. I don't know which band I want to go see, though, but I believe that environment would be amazing. I would love to go to a Rolling Stones concert with you. That, that environment would be amazing. It, yeah. Um... Okay, so inauguration of, of his name. Obama, Jay-Z concert. Mm-hmm. A rock concert, you just said rock. Oh, yeah, rock concert. Okay. All right. So you got two um, more. Yeah, number four. I had it, and you made me forget. You said um, I forget the person. I was trying to stall the game. Oh, no, I couldn't think of his name. Tom Segura. I'm going to go see Tom Segura. Oh, we'll um, make that happen. He's pretty funny, and he has black jokes sometimes. So, the black guys in the crowd maybe makes him better. Maybe uh, people point me out. I'm okay with that. All right. And um, what's your last one? This is oh, tough. Non sporting event. Fifth one that I would want to do. Climb Mount Everest. Is that an event? I could make it. I mean, it would be for you, I guess, but I don't know. That's not an event. That doesn't count. count. People just pay thousands of dollars to do it. Like, it's just a silly, arbitrary thing to do these days. Oh, well, something I've already done. I got too many Sherpas watching the water show at uh, a water show. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What kind of club Uh, do you go to? No, the in in Vegas, man. Yeah, especially in Vegas. What's that hard rock when they had the water? Sh- oh, that shit is amazing, bro. The Bellagio, not the fucking oh, Bellagio, hard rock. not the hard rock. Whatever. <laughs> I asked you and you act like you didn't know, so I guessed. <laughs> well, I'm glad you got there. You want to go see the water show in Vegas? That's not no. Event. I've already seen it. That shit is amazing. What it is an event. People stand out there just wait for that shit to start. Have you ever been out there? Like, <laughs> Too yo, many like, times. It'd be like 200 people just standing there while they were walking at first and everybody just oh, stopped. Like, you're oh, telling me happen. that you couldn't get 200 ding-dongs to gather for anything? We see it every single day. <laughs> Come on, and bro. A, and then a one more event that I have to go to is a battle. I'm going to a battle rap. Right yeah, yeah. You're, you're not going to a water show in Vegas for an event. Like no, this. I stopped. I stopped. I was out there by myself, though. When I went to Vegas the very first time, I was alone. And I definitely stopped and waited for the water show and watched it. Oh, well, yeah, of course. It's a wonderful thing. It's not an event. I know it's not an event. I had to throw something because I couldn't think of fire. Right. That was hey, that right. was your that so was your that was your board game of this episode, okay? We both <laughs> had one. We're good. <laughs> there you go. There you See, go, man. life is even, man. It's always, life it's is always. just. Uh, okay, so I'm glad that the I didn't have to lobby for a past event because 
couple of them are. So, um, I would go to a Sublime concert with Bradley Noel as the lead singer. That was my favorite band growing up, and he passed mm-hmm. before I got a chance to see him. Yeah, so I would love. To. I've seen Sublime with Rome a couple of times. I've seen Sublime tribute bands a bunch of times. Always had a great time at those shows. Um, but I like to go see the OG version. Like I think it'd be good for my soul. Um, medieval times. Not the one that I could go to with a pitcher of beer, like that's like. I'm about to say, like the restaurant? That's by Disneyland. No, 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 no. Although I was thinking about it today when I wrote that list, and I was like, you know what? That might be a cool venue for a comedy show, like an in the round cheap version. I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't talk that out loud like that. But anyway, um, Medieval Times, just go check that shit out. I love. Just, I don't like what was going on there. But I do like the cons. Just I'm just obsessed with like the the dragon concept and things of that nature. So like, I don't know. I just I love I like it. Robin Hood, all that stupid crap. I love it. Uh, Jay Z concert was the third on my list. Do competitions count as sports? Like a hot dog eating competition, would that count? Not saying that would be on my list, but I'm just they play they play that on ESPN. That's sports, bro. Okay, that's well, that's kind of what I figured. But like, I was thinking in the sense of like a like an aerial competition, like a a pilot aerial competition, like watching planes and stuff. But if you get scored, oh, they don't they don't play they don't play that on ESPN. They play it on Fox Sports. Oh, well then you can't doesn't count. Okay, doesn't count if it's if it's graded on a sports channel it doesn't count that makes sense mm-hmm. i like that um acdc concert the the version of the band that i would like to see um old bon scott action and then my last one i would go hang out with the dinosaurs obviously mm-hmm. Like, that would be the event. I'd want to see how the dinosaurs went. Like, the lead-up to it. I don't want to be there for it. The wipeout. But I want to see how they lived leading up to it. Guess what? Hmm. You have to pick something else. Because that, that's not really an event. That shit never happened. What they never happened? Dinosaurs, dinosaurs, they were never here. So you can't go see them. They don't exist. <laughs> Just make believe. You're better off asking to go hang with the dragon, bro, and ask them to show you how to blow fire. Like, the... <laughs> uh, one of these days, I'm going to convince you that dinos are real. I don't know how, I don't know when, but it's going to click. One of these days, science will rank supreme. That's not science, bro. That's once we figure out how to time travel. I'm gonna like have to free. Here's what I'm gonna have to do. I'm gonna let you live your entire life up until like the last, like, like good month where you still got some vivation to you. I'm gonna cryo freeze you, and then as soon as time travel is real, I'm gonna unfreeze you, take you back to the dinosaur era, and then be like, "See, now you can die." You're going to be freezing. I'm going to be sitting there next to Walt Disney. No, so we'll be together. We'll have like, cryo freezing will be like the new funeral home. It'll be like, oh, you you pre-birches this bank if you're rich, and then it'll be, 
over time, just same thing as burial plots. It'll get cheaper and cheaper the easier the technology gets and all that. But the real estate is what you're buying. You're not buying the technology. You're buying the real estate. If you say so, sir. Well, I'm just saying I may have thought of a new idea. Let's start freezing bodies, Mike. Not in a creep way. <laughs> not in that uh, weird serial killer way that we got in a weird conversation about the other episode. <laughs> but anyway. Um, oh, before we get to wrapping this hot dog up in bacon, just the way we like it. Um, do you have a shave update for us, you loser? <laughs> no. <laughs> Bro, what? there's no time. There's never a time when you would be able to come on here and get a live shave of day because you would know already. No, I, you. I, I need to take you to task though. Each week, the pressure mounts. Your it's balls no get hairier. I already, already have a plan. So, well, what is the plan? <laughs> that would be an update, Mike. Um, I you don't have to give me the details, but give me a parameter of time. We are putting your ass on the qu- uh, the clock, quite literally. Soon- Man, sooner than later. Okay, well, so, I'm going to be so out there a, in three weeks. It's a surprise. I don't want that kind of a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pull up on you and tell you we're going to shave so you can shave me yourself, bro. Yeah, that ain't happening, bro. <laughs> that ain't happening. I'll pay somebody to shave you. I'll pay somebody to do your ears when we're there. We'll have them sign NDAs. We'll take care of it if that's what you're going to do. If you put this on me, we will do it my way. <laughs> I need, everybody's going to learn the that. Is, the plan is to wait till you get here and meet you at the airport with some manscapes. Oh. Oh. <laughs> and I'm going to record the whole thing. We got, oh. See, yeah. We'll be in airport your, jail, but you know, I, we'll I be want welcome. your natural. I want your natural reaction on camera. So I'm gonna set the camera up in the car. <laughs> Get my buzz up. I'm ready. I am ready. Oh, that being said, hey, uh, this week's Spotify playlist is uh, Thames and Three Dog Night. We got that going for you this week. And also this week, I'll be, I did a couple comedy gigs, did one that uh, I was pretty happy with. It was a nice little change of pace than the standard open mics, even though those are my homes. Uh, Just switching it up a little bit, went to a different one. And I'll be back at the same one. It's at Miss Robinson's Irish Pub in Toluca Lake, Burbank area. And that'll be this Sunday, August 14th at like 8 p.m. You can follow my social to see wherever I'll be going and performing. Um, and that would be at Brendallis7. You can follow Mike at BlackIrish213. You can follow us at BlackIrishPod. That being said, everybody have a fantastic week. Mike, have a better week than everybody else because I care about you more. Thank you. You do the same, my guy. All right. I love you. Be good to everybody that you're around, unless they deserve otherwise. But still try and be nice. I love you, big guy. Always. Love you, my dude. Peace.